Viewpoint, weekdays, 8 to 10 p.m. on SAFM. And uh, you can also call us on 011-714-2006. Now, gender-based violence is a widespread problem that affects the lives of millions of uh, young people worldwide. And uh, when acts of violence are committed against young people and because of their genders, society as a whole really loses. And while gender-based violence is not something unique to South Africa, the problems we are facing are reaching alarming rates. And if they're not addressed soon, we leave us uh, counseling women instead of trying to prevent the problem and our next guest is part of an organization that's dedicated to ensuring that the youth of our country have a good start to their lives by empowering and educating young males and females and we know that the problem cannot be solved by only teaching our young females how to defend themselves but by also mentoring the young males who are committing these acts of violence and earlier on in the day I spoke to Darren Langberg who is the business development man- manager of Siago Nagegela. Please note that this is a pre-recorded interview. The Viewpoint on SAFM. Earlier on uh, during the day, I spoke to Darren Laneberg. He's the business development manager of Siagu Nagegeela. And uh, he uh, spoke to us about the work that they do in terms of curbing uh, gender-based violence. Darren, thank you so much for joining us. Namsa, thanks very much. And uh, thanks for the opportunity. And hello to all your listeners. Yeah, now, uh, gender-based violence, um, you know, it affects a lot of lives and a lot of people worldwide. But you decided to focus a lot of your attention and initiatives at young people. Why this approach? Well, um, you know, the the scourge of gender-based violence is totally out of control. And we thought the best way to start is to teach children when they are in their impressionable age from maybe grade 7 forward. Um, from a lady's perspective, to teach them self-defense, just in case somebody does try to do something silly, that the young lady has the tools and techniques to get away from somebody who's trying to attack her. And then from a young boy's perspective, going into a young man, go in with uh, trained counselors into the schools and talk to the guys about their feelings, their emotions, perhaps their anger or their they don't know how to treat a woman and why they should defend a woman and look after a young lady and look after their mother. So it's a dual approach, uh, teaching young, young girls to be able to get away from trouble and teaching young guys how to learn respect, love and care for the ladies in their lives, as opposed to not really knowing how to deal with their emotions. And then it comes out as anger or as aggression or um, gender-based violence. They normally say, Darren, that those who are abused were also abused. And there is a lot of focus, of course, on, 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 on females and young girls being abused. But are you also focusing your attention on young men as survivors of, of, of gender-based violence? Because this term also encompasses them. Absolutely, and it's a very good point. So the whole concept with the young guys is to get a big brother's network going in the schools. So if you have a grade 7 pupil who is either acting aggressively to a young lady, a couple of grade 10 pupils will go around and not harass him or intimidate him, but say, that's not right for X, Y, and Z reasons, and we won't stand by and let him do it. 
And then by starting that conversation, the idea is when our counsellors go in, has anyone here been abused? Now, the first time we see the guys, nobody's going to say anything. But after a couple of sessions, the students will come, they, they will see a helping hand there, and they'll say, listen, I have a problem. And then we can step in and say, right, let's talk about it. Let's speak to the appropriate um, organizations, and let's see how we can help that single individual. We've got to break them all. Once we talk to people and they start to trust us, then we start to talk. And I believe the biggest problem in South Africa is uh, we do not talk to each other from the heart. And um, CS stands for the principles of unity and respect. Mm. So we need, as a, as a country, um, um, I, I heard President Rawls' comments the other, the other day, and uh, he made some very good points. Uh, we are in the second pandemic. There's no argument that uh, gender-based violence is a pandemic. Yes. And um, I like the idea, very from a personal perspective, about sensitizing the taxi and religious-based organizations to communicate and say, guys, if we have a problem, uh, let's talk about it. Let's stand together to address it. I like that a lot. Um, the biggest thing I liked from the president's uh, point were the idea of women economic empowerment. Mm-hmm. Now, once ladies start running their own businesses, um, they will be the change from within. They won't put up with any of this nonsense, and they will start making great things happen. But like anything, unless we stand together as a country, um, we can't we can't do good without without each other. Absolutely. Now, in in the work that you do, what are some of the trends that you've noted around the attitudes towards gender-based violence? Um, Right now, I think men are scared of women. Totally scared of women. Uh, women, Absolutely. Women are now free to get into the workplace, uh, follow their dreams, achieve their goals, and make money. And the traditional role of a man is now completely changed. And I don't think we've addressed that problem for men. So women are flying. They are dynamic. They are out there. They're building. Uh, they've got passion. All the energy is there. And the men are kind of like left behind and they don't know how to deal with it. And I think that also comes out then when the ladies are being so successful, the men are getting jealous and angry. And then that is also, I think, a very big contributing factor to gender-based violence mm. because the insecurity in, in terms of men, uh, they don't know how to express that. So instead of going for a run, or talking to a friend about it because they're embarrassed, they hit somebody. Uh, I think that's a really big problem, personally. Um, from the young people's side, girls are scared. Girls are absolutely petrified to be alone, walk alone, do anything alone. Mm-hmm. And that's where the self-defense becomes vital. Because when you have a trick or two, we're not teaching you to fight. But once you have a trick or two to get away, and, you know, we also have a, a saying, God gave you a voice, use it. So if somebody is trying to attack you, scream your guts out, get away. Mm-hmm. And women also have a sixth sense. So if you feel there's a man in the house that just it doesn't feel right, tell mom, tell your aunt, tell your sister, tell your brother. Trust your instincts. So that's very important, number one. Mm-hmm. But the biggest problem and the biggest challenge is uh, addressing the attitude of young men uh, to respecting women, um, I believe, and it's a personal opinion that a lot, a lot has to do with the lack of a father figure. Uh, and the guys don't aren't taught that their role in life is stand by that very successful young lady, mm. be her emotional support. Uh, let her go. Let her get on with her dreams. You don't control her body. You have no right to what she does with her life. But be part of her life because it's more exciting than standing on the sidelines. Mm. That's, a, that's a big journey to take. But if we talk about it and... 
the word gets out there and more and more people are talking about those lines, then I'm not feeling good. I speak to my friend. I go for a run. You know, best thing you can ever buy yourself, a doctor told me one day, was a pair of running shoes. That's all you need. So when you're angry, you're disappointed, you're frustrated, go for a run, get it out of your system from a male perspective. And from a female's perspective, trust your gut. If something doesn't feel right, it's not right. And let us speak through self-defense so that if it ever happens to you, you can get away and not become a victim, but become an example of how to walk the line. And I think that's very exciting. Absolutely. I like the the point that you've raised around the absence of father figures. Very much but so. sometimes, even though there are uh, present father figures, you find that they're not good role models. Um, that's something that I've observed as well. And also mm-hmm. reading, reading about gender-based violence per se, um, I've also noticed that when men view women as subhumans yes. to them, then there's no respect for the other party. Um, you, you you don't realize that even if a woman is wearing a mini skirt, you 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 don't have permission to to touch her or to to violate her. Um, it's not your body; it's hers. You don't have a right to it. So I think sometimes it's a kind of attitude that um, sometimes women actually encounter when it comes to men. But one question that, that I would also like to, to ask you, what are some of the things that you think that communities can do? Because, yes, government has a role. We have to ensure that our justice system is equipped to handle such cases. But what can communities do to make sure that we, we, we curb this pandemic? Um, perfect point. Um, work together is number one. You know, the, 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 the government can, can give us guidelines on what they would like to achieve. But it's us, the population of South Africa, that has to make it happen. Uh, it's got uh, nothing to do with age, race, gender. We have to stand together and do the right thing. Mm-hmm. So from um, what we want to do, this um, our catchphrase is making tangible change effective in the community. Mm-hmm. So we want to get into the communities and be an example of how to address gender-based violence. And then it comes to a point where the young girls are coming home from school and say, Mom, I could talk self-defense today. And then mom says, oh, I wouldn't mind to learn that. So then we'll do a teaching course for the moms in the community. And spread the word that there are people out there that actually do care. Um, and not just, you know, label everyone, well, you stay in the squatter camp, so that's your problem. No, no that's, let's talk about the elephant in the room. You're in a rough environment. Things are happening. Let's help. You mustn't feel like you're left alone. You've got to feel that somebody's out there that's willing to take care of you. And the minute you feel taken care of or there's somebody who's got their arm out there looking after you, then you've repaired in kind. So you learn a self-defense move, you teach your baby sister a self-defense move. Now it becomes fun. And the, the classes are very exciting. The ladies have an unbelievable good time. It's highly energized. It's really good fun. Um, but when we look at the community level, once we start the youth, the youth, the youth are the future. It's, always, it's never going to change. And um, when the young guys and the girls are engaging and the girls are being taught self-defense, they're telling, you know, everyone in the community and community is getting involved because they're seeing something positive is happening with the youth who are going to be their future. And then with the guys, the guys, the guys are, you know, I would say education girls is, 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 um, self-defense is very important. The guys, um, it's a more intense challenge because you have to demystify what ladies are. So it's, it's, um, part of the counseling, um, is, yeah, okay. So part of the counseling, it's all very age-appropriate, but we take the um, 
basically we have a model of the female reproductive system. And we demystify a, human, uh, a lady. We say, look, guys, this is a lady. This is what makes babies. Um, we all came from there, so there's nothing wrong with it. Um, number two, that young lady will have a monthly cycle. There's nothing she can do about it. She's not an animal. She doesn't deserve to sit in a bucket. It's not her fault. You have no right to her body. And without her having a monthly cycle, she will get sick, she will die, and none of us will be around. So let's address the elephant in the room and say, look, take the mystique out of it. Mm. Um, there she is. Now she has to deal with those issues and those problems. So your job is not to dehumanize her or label her disgusting and dirty, but to support her when she goes through those, that, that period of time. Well, just um, alone. <laughs> well there's, there's that nice point. I need my space. Yeah, give me my space. Yeah, absolutely. But Definitely, Darren. Darren, I, I, I like what you say about, you know, getting um, the other gender to understand what women go through and right, how, how our bodies work as well. And just also the knowledge and the skills that you are imparting in these young women and young men. But of yeah. course it's very important for them to take that information and 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 to kind of share it with 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 other young people because i think young people also have have a role to play in in preventing gender-based violence what's your view on this so um 100 percent, absolutely i think you put it perfectly um what you want what you want is young girls who are highly um uh, motivated and saying, we do not accept what is going on. And the uh, the youngsters are always, are always the ones who speak the loudest, and they're the ones who are the change. So if the youngsters are talking about gender-based violence, it's forcing their moms and their grandmothers to start thinking about this issue too mm-hmm. and saying it's not wrong for somebody to talk out if they feel uncomfortable. So if you are feeling that mom's new boyfriend is just not right, speak to mom. And if mom doesn't listen, speak to granny, speak to your sister, talk to the neighbors. Don't be shy. And young people aren't shy. And that's the beauty of young people. Mm. We get a little bit older, we get set in our ways, or we just get too embarrassed to say anything. Um, and that's where the strength of the youngsters come through. And I think young people make us feel stronger. Mm. And if the youngsters are speaking about something, we start to speak about things too. And it's not taboo or hidden or you can't say that, you know, you know, all the rest of it. Um, and the young guys... As well, um, there's, there's, there's like less boundaries, you know, because of the fourth industrial revolution and the fact that we all have cell phones and mm. everyone's working their phone, messages spread like wildfire. And if we've got positive messages out there, that spreads like wildfire. And that's what we after because it's not waiting for the weekend when your friend's coming over to tell them what you did on Monday at school. You on the phone and you telling them just as it finishes. Mm. And the energy, there's a, there's a natural energy to that. And this fourth industrial revolution presents so many opportunities by people being able to talk to each other. It's liquid gold. And I think that's the greatest strength that we have as a non-profit with concentrating on the youngsters. You, you, you actually um, remind me of so many revolutions that were started by young people. Yes. And I, I think that if young people really wage war, on, on on GBV, we um, you know such 
great change can take place. We are powerful. Uh, young people are innovative as well. And I just I really like the points that you've just touched on. Darren, thank you so much for having joined us today to talk about the work that your organization is doing in curbing gender-based violence, more especially as you focus a lot of your initiatives on young people. Well done and uh, all the best with the rest of your programs. Fantastic. Thanks very much and thanks again for having us on the show. Thank you. That's uh, Darren Lingberg and he's the Business Development Manager of Siago Nagegela. Thank you so much for listening.